Like, is this another acronym? <laughs> um, Dude forgets to that? be awesome. Fun in... Stop it. It just got worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's up, everybody? It's the Fantasy Football Breakdown Podcast. We're going to go with episode 139. It has been a little while, but we are here. We are back. And that's DFF underscore swag. We're back, dude. What's up, buddy? How's it going? How you been? I talk to you a lot, but not not on this not on this platform here. Not so on I'm here. Excited. We're gonna we're gonna act like we haven't talked in forever. Slash like all morning already. But it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot has happened. Uh, changes in work schedule and uh, just a bunch of other crap going on. Uh, yeah, you, I don't know how you even get sleep or, or when that happens. I didn't know before, to be honest. And now your schedule has changed where it doesn't even make sense. I don't even know why you need to be there at those hours, but that's that's a different story. So I'm glad I got you here. Too. We got you here. We got you for a little bit on a lunch date edition because that's what we do on Breakdown. Anything you want to hit before I, I kind of get into how this show's going to go? You don't know a whole lot here. I figure you've been working hard enough. I'm going to let you kind of sit back and just, just get some instant I'll do something reactions really from quick. you. Hold on. Hold on. Nice. Crank it. I'm wearing blue, though. Right? Is that okay? Yeah, you didn't have to even tell anybody. What color do you have on? I got a... Uh, color are your underwear? I have actually a back, well, black fantasy football breakdown t-shirt, the Toys for Top version. Oh, yes. I like it. Like, IDP players I thought should our listeners that deserve that. In the sack. Like, get a sack. Somebody should do something with that if you like IDP. I'm just Ooh, saying. Ooh, there you go. It's, it's right there. Maybe it's we'll too have easy. to do something with that. Okay. So, yeah, yeah as, as we said, it's <laughs> been forever, but man, we're back. So we're let's. Here. Let's give it back. Since it's been a while, right? Figure we give back a little bit. So we made a little shout. Figure we get some listeners involved here. See what you guys want to hear since uh, we, we messed up on y'all for, for a couple of weeks here. Yeah, we so, just we just wanted to see if you missed us and none of you did. I feel like a, uh, at least a few did. I was starting to get like uh, like threatening DMs and stuff for nice. like when's the, when's the next breakdown going to come. And that's why I was like, shit, we got to take Or one. die. Yeah, break down or die. I like it. <laughs> that's that's the name of this show. Break down or die. I oh like yeah, it. we we need t-shirts like that. Like, um, man, you're uh, just that little bit younger than me that you might not remember this, but do you remember like all the skate or die stuff back in like probably late eighties, early nineties, like that it, kind of it crap? Sounds like, vaguely familiar. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever have a skateboard? That's right around. That's a, I I did have a skateboard. Um. When I had a skateboard, we lived on a dirt road, so it didn't make a whole lot of fucking sense. Like, it, doesn't. it doesn't. That doesn't work <laughs> that way. But like the driveway was was tiny, um, like the little little sidewalk leading out the door. So I was really good for like five feet. But no, I was really gangly and a uh, goofy. Still am. Um, <laughs> so I fell fell a lot. You, you laughed way too fast on that. <laughs> I fell a lot on my skateboard. So I did that cool like pretending like I was bobsledding because it's Florida, which makes no sense where i'd sit on it and like pedal because i could get it going a little bit that was you really pedaled, pedaled on you? your skateboard down a dirt with, road with well you I, that's kind I'm of like um similar to here. my like story <laughs> like my dad bought me a basketball but we never got a hoop so 
I, I dribbled a lot. And it's a lot of air balls. I, yeah, Shooting a I, lot of air balls. I got pretty good at dribbling up and down our thin little sidewalk that we had, but... Um, Way yeah. to go, Dad. Yeah. Make the next step. Thanks a lot, Pops. No thanks <laughs> to you, Pops. No, no thanks, no thanks to, you. to you, Pops. Boom. Uh, self-talk. All right, so without having a weird <laughs> segue or more, more music, we? different, yeah, we're <laughs> you can tell it's been a while. We're gonna get into this. Uh, what is OBJ's trade value? Are you are you looking to acquire him? Are you looking to sell him on hype? Let's do. Let me back up. Uh, where where do you? I, I recently him. took OBJ at number two in a one quarterback dynasty mock that we're doing for. I saw recently. that. Yeah. Um, it wasn't that long ago where most people outside of, uh, named Swags had OBJ as our number one overall in Dynasty, right? Mm-hmm. And that was with Eli Manning throwing to him. Now we get it. Now we get some Baker throwing to him in this offense that we feel like should be pretty fun to watch. Where does OBJ go to you? Does he, does he slide up middle first, late first for you? Cause I feel like he was like, Middle second. Yeah, he, mean, he's uh, still he tough for me because ago. of the running backs that I can get ahead of him. So, sure. Um, let's, let's just wide receiver. Uh, Nuke still in front of OBJ. Michael Thomas. I know you're not a big Devonte Adams guy. Where Juju? Where Where do we go? Julio. Man, so my guy, keep going. Yeah, I think is it Tony crazy O'Brown? that Odell Beckham's the one I want, but I feel like I can still get him after like Nuck and um, almost Nuck and Hopkins, but Nuck and Michael Thomas. But no, it's still kind of the one I, I want there. Like for, in my in my dynasty rankings, I imagined that I would have him after uh, Hopkins right now. That's about it. Okay, is Michael Thomas ahead of Hopkins for you, or you're kind of putting him in between those two? I'm gonna put Michael Thomas behind Odell Beckham. Okay, so BJ goes into that two spot. Now, yeah, basically. so Hopkins, Odell Beckham, and but man, that could change, dude. That could change, like. I, uh, so I, I feel kind of bad because I gave Finero a hard time the other night because he was talking about like trade value and um, how people won't want to move them because of X, Y, Z and this and that. So I used like the sexy like girl that you don't want to approach analogy. And I was like, dude, you don't know if you don't go out and get them. Like there's no value that's too high for trade talk, you know, like. But I think that's since this yeah. move has happened, I think that's the approach that I've taken with Odell Beckham Jr. That with the hype and the value that has raised, it's that much harder to obtain him. So I don't even approach the owners to feel it out. But I, I don't feel like you can get him any cheaper than before. And I don't feel like you can, I don't feel like it's as easy to get him now. Sometimes that pretty girl just wants somebody to talk to because everybody's going to go up to him. I know exactly, him dude, and and so, they he might not like the transition to Cleveland. You don't so know. That's, the other, that's so, the other thing. Like outside of Saquon being there, like even even with Eli throwing, like OBJ guaranteed number one target guy going there, and I still feel that to be true in Cleveland. Um, but there are other pieces there. Like I, I know a lot of people don't like Jarvis Landry, and I'm not saying Jarvis will will finish ahead of OBJ. But you know targets are going his way. Um, Chubb can catch. People still saying Chubb can't catch, and Hunt is the PPR back. Like I understand the Hunt role there, and at Chubb some point, come week nine, we'll ha- or week ten, even depending on that buy, we'll have to figure out what Hunt's role really is in this offense. I don't think that means Chubb gets zero catches from that time on. Duke's there, and Joku's there. We we poured one out when Demetrius Harris ended up there, who is a very athletic and talented tight end as well. 
Uh, we still have Antonio Callaway there. There are a ton of weapons to go around, and this defense should be better. I don't know that they're going to be a whole lot of crazy shootouts this team is looking to get in. You know what I mean? So yeah. I get the intrepidation from some OBJ owners there, but... Odell Beckham Jr. might be that much more open, too, because of all those weapons you just talked Ex- about. Exactly, and, and vice versa. Like, yep. Jarvis Landry dealt as being the number one option for defenses to kind of key on last year in the receiving game, at least it seems like. Well, that's definitely not the case. Um, we have to go back a long ways, and it was in a putrid uh, passing system that was LSU and still is LSU, by the way. Um, but Landry, Landry crushed OBJ's numbers back in college when those two were playing on the same field. Uh, again, that's a, that's a big grain of salt just in how those receivers are used, especially in an, an offense and like LSU that's not going to throw the ball a lot. But again, it's just something to think about. Uh, I would like to approach the OBJ o- owner, but would you would you give, hmm, let's see here, Michael Thomas and a 2022nd for would OBJ? Um, you, you know, you put know them kind of between to. there. <sighs> I don't know. Well, you just put him in between there. So between me and you, you have to right now. Um, No, I don't think I would. Chubb or OBJ straight up? Um, Because if he's if he's kind of in the middle of that first end of that first for you, I know you're high on Chubb. I have Chubb. You have OBJ. I'm gonna trade you straight up right now. Um, damn, that's I don't like running backs, and I know you do. So Uh, that's so tough. I feel like Odell Beckham (laughs) Jr. should be higher up in rankings, but man, that trade like if if you. If that hit my inbox, like, I'd have to, like, look at it and pretend I didn't see it and, like, go back and do what I was doing for a little bit so I could think yeah. about it. Because I'm like, dang, so I can get Chubb right now, but, man, you got to give up. Gotta you know what I mean? Like, What what makes it an easy smash, then? What a... Give me uh, I, I I still think that, like, if I'm working my, my assets right, like, I think that I could, I think I deserve the second with Odell Beckham Jr., like... Like I do want to make that move, but my team is just fine with Michael Thomas. And let's go back to Chubb. My team, yeah, okay. So I'm guessing you like if you take Odo Beckham Jr. off my team with the way I build my teams, like I'm hurting at wide You're receiver struggling. now. So you have to give me like Marvin Jones or something. You know, like Larry Fitzgerald. I don't yeah. even care if it's his last year. I'll figure out it's a wide receiver later. You're like, give me somebody that I can immediately putting my lineup not to replace Odell Beckham Jr., but that I can feel good about starting. Have to start. So Chubb, Chubb and Larry Fitz, OBJ, and see I need a running back now though. The way like the way I build my teams, Chubb was probably my what my running back one, just like you know, OBJ is your wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. So can I get a oh man. Adrian Peters do we have to get him? Mm, feels, I'm, I'm compensating feel, for Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> How about Drake? Can I get Drake from you? I know you don't like Dolphins, and Dolphins are trash. Mm. Let me get OBJ and Drake. You can have Chubb and Larry. Can I have a second? And really? Done deal. Two, <laughs> I, ha- I have a 210. I have a two. Here, I have a 208, and you're going to give me a 20, 20 second. You can get the two, 208 right for this year. All right, I'm going to take your 20, it. 20 second. I like this hypothetical trade we just got. Um, deal. It's it's much easier for you to, you and me to pull hypotheticals than this real one, so I like it. <laughs> Hope that helped, uh, J-Buck89. I just thought I'd accept the deal so we could move on to the next one. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, uh, damn it, Gio. Gio, our, our good buddy, at BFTG uh, pod. Carlos Hyde versus Damian Williams. Ooh, that's a good one. Hashtag Damian Williams enthusiasts. That's oh, for me. Oh, man. 
Give me Carlos this, this Hyde. year. This year. Okay, Hyde. If if you were to make this trade, mm-hmm. oh, this is a trade. William, I'm not just no, no, like, no, no, no. Okay, he, just, okay. he just put him straight up, and I'm, I'm again, I'm going to derail okay. this for a minute. We're yeah, probably yeah. never even getting through these questions. <laughs> it's been so long since we've chatted this way. <laughs> but in a trade, I feel like Damian Williams holds a little bit more value than. Oh, yeah, Hyde I agree. Right I totally agree. But it seems like majority of dynasty uh, Twitter is on Carlos Hyde, not Williams. I feel like I'm more alone in my Damien, hashtag Damian Williams enthusiast than I, I than cannot Carlos move Hyde Damian are. Williams in the one league I own him right now, and, and I want to move him so bad. Damian Williams, and I'm going to give you the 202 right now in a 12-man league. Superflex. So I'm giving you Damian You're going to give me Damian Williams. You mm-hmm. said you can't move him. I yeah. have the 202 in a Superflex. Okay. Deal? So I get the 202 and Hyde? No, just 202 <laughs> Damian Williams. What do I get? The 202! Oh. Uh... This is why trades don't work. <laughs> I'm like, wait. No, I, I don't think I want to do that. You're already trying to get more. I, want, I don't want to do that. You want Williams? I mean, he never know. You might be able to draft a nice tight end there or something. Like, I don't think you're well, going we'll to replace your running back position there, though. But maybe. Who knows who's going to fall that late with all the wide receivers in this class? Like. Is that where you get Montgomery or Miles Sanders, maybe, you know? Or yeah, where I started are they to see go? them. Like, I started to see them in that 109, 110 is where they, you know, start to trickle in. It mm-hmm. just kind of depends on the people in your league. And I think I've seen uh, Sanders in that, like, almost middle second now, too. I'll, you know I'll tell you what, man, without even knowing landing spots today, if, if, uh, like, if we're in a Debbie league together, if mm-hmm. you own. Either of those running backs we just mentioned, I would give you Damian Williams for them. If I if I knew that I could get those guys, I would make that deal. Fair. Without knowing if, landing spots. If you own yeah. If you own those guys right now though, is that the move to make? Or do you roll the dice and wait for the draft to come? I am you, I am uh you, I am I ready get to point, get out of Damian Williams like okay. for for as much as I can. Like you I, I prefer future value. I don't really see this like going into the 2020 season. So, I mean, man, you, you better be on a damn strong team. Like, that's if you fair. plan on keeping Damian Williams for the whole year and then just losing out on that value, that's how I feel about it. I think that you have a 2019 window at most to move okay. Damian Williams. And then you also have, like it or not, you have this small window. Where there's nobody been drafted onto that team, maybe nobody gets drafted on to the Chiefs. So okay? that's, like, that's maybe my next, not. That's my next but, question to go. But then. we have this window where you can still debate that, like, nope, they gave him this contract. This is what's going to happen. It's him and Hyde. But man, who knows? What if the right running back falls to them and boom? What if they get TJ Yeldon, dude? Who knows? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so we have this window that that's where his value is at. I I want to sell him in that window. I don't want to. Play the wait and see, and all of a sudden you're like, "Why the hell did Left they draft nothing. a running back?" Sure, you know what I mean. Because then the yeah, writing's on another, the wall. Correct. There's another landmine to surpass with Damian Williams. Um, if all right, a different approach. You have Carlos Hyde. If you can, or let's do it the other way. You have Damian Williams. Are you looking to go get Carlos Hyde, or do you think it's another? Even though Carlos Hyde is there, do you think they draft so, one? Obviously, we don't know. Yeah. You know who falls to them. Blah blah blah. But is that? Is that your insurance policy? And I'm going to switch it 
uh, real quick as well to like maybe another uh, running back by committee or one that we think should be a lead dog yeah, in Green no, Bay like with it. Aaron Jones Ugh. and Jamal Williams because they keep hearing that Aaron Jones should be the bell cow, but Jamal Williams is going to get a lot of work too. So in those two scenarios, are you looking to get that quote unquote, you know, second running back or the guy that could be the first running back just to solidify like I have the Chiefs running backs or I have yep. the Green Bay and whoever has the job will probably be an RB1 most weeks. Like, yeah. Are you are you looking to do that in, in that regard? So, or so the, the league that I own Damian Williams in, um, it's actually an orphan team. So I did I am not responsible for Damian Williams so much. That makes a lot of and, sense. And um <laughs> the first team I actually approached was the Carlos Hyde team to try to move him to, hoping mm-hmm. that he and and this fucker is smart <laughs> enough to want Carlos Hyde more, so I can't even get Carlos Hyde from him either. So mm-hmm. um I, I say this fucker with in the nicest possible way and two drink knows that. But yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so it's a sign of respect. So he was the first first <laughs> person I went to, just kind of hoping that like he's like, oh yes, you know, like my security blanket. But right. out of, he had, wants no interest in Damian Williams, and it seems like the Carlos Hyde price is too much. So absolutely, if if I can, I want to get Carlos Hyde even more. Like, What's... I wish I could have moved Damian Williams to somebody else, and then gone yeah. back to get Carlos Hyde for myself for on the cheap. You think? You think you have to pay more for it because you're holding Damian Williams and like you know what I mean? Like, are they is that they're making you pay up for it so you solidify that that team's backfield? I or... feel like I was the guy, and man, we, you and I have talked about this a lot. Like, don't be this guy, but I feel like I was the guy that um, let <laughs> don't be the guy I'm to about the to league <laughs> that everybody knows how bad I want to move Damian Williams at this point. For me, they're putting yeah. him on the block or just approaching them like. Everybody knows I want to move Damian Williams. Like I, on my own, have lowered his draft or his stock in that league. Um, even if the industry hadn't, like I, on my own, heard it, his value in that league. So I put myself in that position now to where I either have to sell even cheaper than what the current market value is, or I just have to hold on. And I, I feel responsible for that. So yeah, don't do that. You know, like. Sometimes it's easy to give advice, but I I should have taken my own on that. But I yeah I feel like I kind of fucked up on that one. Hello, late a late second. Uh, is that too much to pay for Carlos Hyde? Where did you go? I was, I, I accidentally hit the mute button on my mic. I've got the I've got oh, the, okay. the no Stevie Wonder mic going on right now. Nice. So I, I didn't button. realize. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, it has a it has like a secondary hello? mute button. And I didn't, I didn't realize I had hit it while you were talking because I was yeah, cursing I was you off for a minute. Seeing the Fievel song, that. like somewhere. The Fievel song, man. We are throwing it back. Skate or die. And, uh, <laughs> what's that? American Tale. American. What's yeah, 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 yeah. Watch out. Yep. We, we had to watch it in Spanish. Did this. you watch that in Spanish? No, stop it. Get out of here. Uh, you watched it in Spanish did. in in school. Yep. I don't remember Spanish class, bro. That yeah. was like a that was like my seven fifteen class in high school <laughs> for two years. Like, even though I'm an early person, like I'm I'm not ready to learn. It was like at that, at that point. There are no gatos in America. Me llamo Jose, I think is is what I went by. Nice, because Jason doesn't make sense. And be Jose, and dos, I'll, be Fernando. I'll just be Dos Equis. I know it's not drinks, but that's what I'm gonna work, I'm gonna go on. S O C K S. My Spanish name is Dos Equis. Um, that's not a thing. Jamal Williams, I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna I don't get us get us back. Care here. about them. So who's who costs more? Carlos Hyde costs more than Jamal Williams, correct? Yeah, good point. Like b- before we leave that other team, 
um the chiefs that's i want the cheaper guy of the two and it's and i thought it should be hyde but it it switched but so yeah the packers like aaron jones like his price is so much higher than williams like it's a totally different conversation as far as value goes i feel like williams should kind of be a throw-in and the okay that most the the guys that own him might sell them to the Jones owner super cheap and be like, oh, glad I got out of that for a third. You should be able to get him pretty cheap, no? Yeah, I think so. I mean, even in like uh, we're doing a bunch of best balls on play draft uh, from the code breakdown, get you free three dollars. So let me just sneak that in real quick. But I feel like Aaron Jones uh, tends to go like uh, that three four turn, like kind of kind of around that, maybe even into the into the fourth. And Jamal Williams is a double-digit draft guy. Like, he's in that 150, you know, kind of range for, for where he's being picked at. Yep. Um, at that range, especially the way I play, like, I don't mind that at all. Especially if, I mean, I'm just looking for touchdown at that point from that RB, especially in a best ball format. I want it to be Aaron Jones so bad. Uh, the coach coaching staff coming out and saying that, like, Jamal Williams is going to get carries, like, is that just coach speak right now to make Aaron Jones work harder or do they not believe Jones can hold up? Like either, either way, I feel like we need to take notice to, to situations like that. Yeah. Well, it's a great offense and give me the running back that has a chance to be the lead guy on that team at some point during this season, especially when I'm going to get it for double digit rounds. Yes, please. Yeah. Am I being crazy? Um, you know, Maybe. I don't like that <laughs> green Bay backfield like you do though. Sure. Um, so that's but, where I mean, I'm at with it. Like, but yeah, definitely. I mean, especially if you're handcuffing, like, I think I mean, you, you want, the want cheap Williams. Yeah. Uh, that's, oh yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. With some, with some RB one weeks are definitely possible. Yeah. Probably not. Especially in best ball though. Like you're but saying. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. Let's, what about, let's, um, Geronimo Allison? I know that right, that's not Bay. at all. Yeah. Just to say, nope, that's, cool. Bay super well, that's quick. what we like, do, bro. We're all that way. <laughs> yeah, we're so, we're one and a half questions into this, <laughs> but not so much for you. He guys. signed. It's um, us. it's just a one year deal, right? Well, yeah, they had put like a second round tender on him or something like that, which you got to feel like nobody else in the league was like, just screw you, I'm not giving you a second for Jerome right. Allison. Like you guys took three wide receivers last year. Yeah, not this really year. Play. They didn't want to give a second. Um, yeah, I mean, just the familiarity of him being there in Rogers' system, I get like. A, the wide receiver two will be productive in Green Bay, but there are at least three guys, including Allison, if not four. That he was that doing be. pretty good before he got injured, and, and I hear you. Like, like he looked I'm not, like he was going to be the guy over those rookies. I I don't think I'm going to pay up for Allison compared to the other ones that are there, though. Hmm. Allison was in his what his third year. Now I'm getting these rookies going into their second year and a full full off season in the program, not trying to do the combine and all this kind of stuff. I'm not a huge fan of uh, uh, Equinemius St. Brown, but it seemed like he kind of turned it up towards the last couple of games last year too. Um, what would you sell Allison for if you happen to own him? Uh, I'd easily give you a second, like the Packers wanted to do. I feel like if the third's the price, I might as well just hold it and wait for a boom game and get the second in 2020 when it happens. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, um, right, yeah. I own him in a league. Like It just kind of was one of those things. So when he signed the contract, I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of nice. And at first, I kind of wanted to try to t- use the opportunity to move him. But then I had to wonder if the value would go up a little bit yet. Well, that's – I feel like – I mean, would you give a two twelve? Would to I get give Allison you? Off? 
Yeah, would you give Allison? Would you give me a two twelve to get Allison on your team? Probably not. Maybe. So I mean, it's kinda... a little deep, you know. But it, it's one of those things where drafting sounds more fun. Exactly. Like, I put or stock into let me that let too. me get on the clock and see that you know I need something else. To, if you own Aaron Rodgers, are you a little bit more interested in Allison just to see if you have uh, like a stack for a couple of man, years you, or? You know I like that for sure. You know what I mean? Because like, that's who I, I that wanted to approach first, but then I was like, huh, am I going to be asking too much, or what am I doing here? Like, so, And it wasn't I, you, but yeah, that's who I yeah. wanted to approach was the Aaron Rodgers owner. I personally uh, enjoy that, especially with Rodgers. Uh, any of those kind of upper quarter, upper quarterbacks and maybe not pay up for that wide receiver one on that team, but get the two. You know what I mean? If one's too expensive, so just you to own have that Aaron Rodgers, and I want your two twelve that you just tried to get me to take. <sighs> yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather give it to you. Um, I, I think. Oh, I think I'd, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I think I think come week three and Allison had, uh, you know, 100 or 80 yards in one game and a touchdown in another going into week three. Yep. Um, you have that early week four by coming up. Like, I think we can make make that. I think I could get, you know, a, a middle a middle second, you yeah, know, coming into next year. In this, show. this is amazing. <laughs> it's, it's the best show ever. We should take hypothetical a month off every trades time. off the. <laughs> we, just, we just need to take weeks off beforehand. And then we, you know, we got and it. Make a bunch of fake trades. Perfect. All right, let's jump back into uh, the second part of George's question: Chubb versus Hunt. Well, I'll this take is, Chubb. This, this is yeah. It's not straight up. Uh, I, th- I think it's more about oh. uh, how, how do you feel usage wise this year? So Hub, Hunt gets eight games. Right. Plus, plus mm-hmm. we get a bye week in there. So let's let's just for the sake of it say that Cleveland's bye is within that first eight weeks. So it's nine weeks without Hunt. We get him in week ten. Um, majority of fantasy championships start in week fourteen. Is that right? Thirteen, uh, yeah. I think, is the last push. Sometimes it's week thirteen, but I'm gonna play thirteen as the last the last week of the regular fantasy season. That's three weeks. You're not going to play him that first week coming out because you have no idea how the usage will be. Right. And that's um, the only game so, I'm worried about. So you're talking about max two games that you even get to play hunt this year. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to pay anything for that in like redraft. I'm not right, sitting on it. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to sit on it at all. Um, <sighs> do you, uh, again, to the handcuff, do you, do you feel it's necessary in Dynasty to go, or, or are you wanting to go get Hunt because you have Chubb? Dude, no. Uh, so, dude, I've been thinking about this. I want to write an article on this or, or try Hoping to. Hunt Maybe this will on. be my first article I've wrote in quite a while. So, I mean, you if you're going to get Hunt, who are you trying to go get? Like, and who are you? Where are you sitting? Like, because are you the Hunt or the Chubb owner that wants that really fancy handcuff? Or are you the guy that thinks you're going to go get Hunt for the future? And he's going to be a lead back somewhere because it's not going to mm-hmm. be in Cleveland. He might be right. in Cleveland, but he's not going to be the quote unquote lead back. Or right. are you the guy trying to sell Hunt? And then who do you want to try to sell him to? Like, what is Kareem Hunt? Like, honestly, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think if he's on that team, I think that. Where's your contention cycle, too, for your yeah, absolutely. dynasty team? Where does it matter for you? So, so in Dynasty, I think in most situations, I think he is worth some kind of first, like no matter what your contention cycle is, first of all, because I, I okay. don't think this year you're going to get a better running back than Kareem Hunt. You might get a better situation, but I don't think you're going to get a better running back than Kareem Hunt. 
Do then, you believe Hunt returns to RB1 at some point the rest of his career? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. If you're giving me his career, yeah, and probably okay. like next year or the year after. I mean, we Sooner could get in later. a situation, though, where we have like the um, Kamara and Ingram situation. We could have that for a couple of years, but there's no reason in my head, as long as Hunt is on that team, when he's playing, that him playing a significant amount doesn't make that team better. I think that it's yeah. going to be a very strong split. Like even as much as I like Chubb, like there is no reason to have Kareem Hunt on your team and not use the shit out of him in in some way. And I'm not saying to necessarily in a team way take away from Chubb. Like I think it'll be a healthy working environment. But there there's absolutely no reason that you have Kareem Hunt for no reason except to handcuff Chubb. So both both Chubb and Hunt are playing. Uh, a borderline, you know, RB 16 and above for both of them. Like, finish? Does that make sense how I said it? Yeah, like I both think so. <laughs> so like, I think it makes sense how two, you said it. Two, two RB2s, pretty much, though? Like, yeah, mid, one middle team. RB2s. They're both, they're both playing. They're both viable. I'm plugging them in every single week, even though I know they're both playing. Like, yeah. it is Kamar Ingram, is what you kind of think. Maybe I, not this think... year because we don't know usage, but if he, if he were to stay... And I feel like I think something after in that you deal get that through that did. first like week or so, like yeah, I don't think yeah. that it's fair to just um, give a guy like Hunt the load that he's going to get like throughout his career with Cleveland that first week or two back. But I think by week two he'll be getting a lot of it. I, I agree with you. I don't think you can start Hunt week week uh, one that he's back. Yeah, yeah, the first week he's back. But yeah. man, you might not want to start Chubb the first week Hunt's back either. You might be so head fucked. You know what I mean? Like. That's yeah. gonna suck because that's gonna be right around bye week for for every other team too. If but we're talking about week ten, and that's so the that, problem now. Because if dice. you own Chubb, I think you absolutely want to try to acquire Hunt. But he is absolutely too expensive to be a handcuff on your dynasty team. But that's what you you have to pay up to get this guy. We don't really know what he's gonna be, but he is absolutely like the most appreciated handcuff in the game right now for a good reason. Like what do you would you give a one oh six for Hunt if you own Chubb? <laughs> Damn, I was just thinking like I'm gonna make you give me a one oh seven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause yeah, because I tell you, I have a team that I've been staring at that for days. Like, man, is he worth this one oh six? Like, do I want to go get him for this one oh six? So can I get him for this one oh six? Should I have to give a one oh six for a handcuff? So that's but it's not a it's it's a handcuff now. It's an RB one <laughs> coming up. That's what no, I'm saying. I, like, who no, is Hunt? Gotcha. Like, to me, he's a handcuff, but then he's not. And I totally get it. But damn, a 106 for a dude that's not playing for 10 weeks that's handcuffing my chub. Dang, handcuffs and chub, they, they go together. So, <laughs> this just got really kinky in your bedroom, too. Hey, uh, do you. As long as they're fuzzy and you got a, an easy out on the handcuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't give me that real shit and tie to the bed for like three hours every time you go to work and shit. Like, nope, not just sitting here. Um, I don't even know what I was gonna say. We're moving on. <laughs> I heard, I heard handcuffs. And you get chubs. left on the bed too much. That's, that's too much. Hey, <laughs> edit that out. Golden Tate's value. <laughs> George wants to know Golden Tate's value. Um, I don't know. So here, I'm gonna give you a second here, right? Because um, I I also run the Superflex Pod account on Twitter, um, and I made a mistake in one of my tweets. Saying that I thought you had Shepard as the lead target. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a tough one though, because then York. you said something back, and I was kind of like, "Yeah, that's fair." 
So I picked Golden Tate. You took Shepard just in the head to head. So let's 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 do it here. I I feel like, uh, and I didn't mention it on that show, but Tate actually played a lot of outside when he was in Seattle. Now he was a much younger man then. Clearly, clearly he excels in the slot and did in Detroit. Even in Detroit, they moved him outside a little bit, a lot less once they got Galladay and Marvin Jones to to take on that outside. I think we could see Tate Shepard. All these guys kind of move in and out, outside, inside, X, Y, Z, all all the different spots. We're, just, we're gonna, it was super flexible for a minute, but, <laughs> but we're just having too much fun today. Uh, it's, it's what you need, it, buddy. We need we need a little breakdown in our lives. Wide receiver, like a low end wide receiver two for Golden Tate this year. That's crazy, in it. You're not on board with me. <sighs> Dude, it's so tough because, like, I I mean, I gotta do it. I mean, how many times have we watched like Marvin Jones and Golden Tate both be like low end wide receiver one, high end wide receiver twos, and we hardly know why. But I I don't like this situation. They did it together one year. They They had, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Yeah, a couple years it seems like they were in like pretty like high regards, um, statistically, and so I don't think it's crazy that it happens. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that. Golden Tate is the wide receiver that's just going to acclimate to every offense he goes to. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, piss in a bucket and give it to one of the players on your team, and whoever drinks it, I guess I'll take that player for Golden Tate. <laughs> <laughs> so I clearly like Tate more than you do. Is this, I was thinking about this. I've never got a player that way off a team before, <laughs> but, hey. There's always a new day. Um, I was I was thinking about this afterwards after after that show though. Um, last year was it last year or year before last even? You did the uh, like um, veteran wide receivers moving teams rarely mm-hmm. works. Yep. So that's kind of kind of where my head goes to this one for you. Yeah, mine too. Um, I absolutely. Just, I just wonder because I anticipate Tate playing the slot role a lot more. And not only do we get a veteran moving to this team, but we have one of the most dynamic wide receivers leaving this team and vacating targets. Um, I wonder if there maybe should be a little asterisk, you know, for situation there. Um, you know what I mean? If that article were to were to come out with this player on there. Um, obviously, we didn't see him do a lot in Philly, you know, with a late trade, barely learning the system. You know, you get him a couple catches and let him, you know, be a yak guy, sure. But... Ah, uh, this is this is one I think could could throw a little wrench into into that uh, like little model kind of I guess uh, article yeah. you were kind of putting together. And, there. And, but uh, and there, uh, there are asterisk. always players to like you know break with, the rules of anything, but I I just don't think he's that guy. If if it's not Eli, and let's just hypothetically say the Giants draft a wide receiver, or I mean a quarterback. At what is it six seven wherever mm-hmm. they are yep. take Haskins whoever does that change your opinion at all the short underneath checkdown guy the veteran guy that's going to be open going to be where he's supposed no, to be maybe even doesn't, less doesn't doesn't makes it even less because it's a rookie coming in yeah more checkdowns for Saquon instead of because you got Saquon at like 170 targets this year if I did my math correct I mean <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> so but I, I think that I mean there's just as much of a chance that you start to build chemistry with. Shepherd at that point, especially if it's a young guy. Yeah. You know, look to your future, not Golden Tate. I don't know, man. I hear you. Golden hear you. Tate wasn't that cool in Seattle to me. I never liked him a ton in Detroit. He's just a guy, man. It's it's worked a lot, but man, what is he, thirty one? No fun. I don't want him. 
don't want right, him. Dude, I don't want him. All right, we'll move on. We'll get we'll get out of here. I didn't even like him in Detroit. Yeah, that should tell you enough. Uh, sadly, Miami Dolphins projections. Uh, Who is there? Is there a player? Is there a player on there that you'll you'll own this year? Um, yeah, absolutely, dude. Give me some Belage, some Gasecki. Um, I feel like more people are starting to uh, slide to Belage a little bit. I don't know if they don't believe in Drake or just believe it's a new. I think with uh, Gore leaving coaching too. system coming in. Okay, fair enough. Gore's out, but does that like Dolphins can't go into the season with Drake and Belage? Like, you know what I mean? As the only pieces there. So now we're going to draft a running back too, and we're dealing with another new piece coming in. Uh, I want some Belage, uh, and I feel like Drake is starting to slide enough where I don't mind that either. Damian um, Williams or Kalen Belage in Dynasty? Williams. How much? I'll take I'll take upside over. Or I mean, I'll take this year upside over potential. So now I want. I, what if I give you Kalen Belage and Kiki Kiki Kute for your? I don't like. I don't like Kiki. I'm gonna stay on Jimmy Williams. Give you Zay pass. Jones. Uh, pass. they just added a bunch of garbage up there just to get in the way. Pass. Um, a second. Where? Kalen Belage in a two hundred six. Um, that's that's probably an okay deal. I'm gonna stay on Damian Williams. Huh. I feel like obviously I'm not as big on hide. I've started to collect some more hide in some in some best balls. And trying to do it in some dynasties, especially where I have Damian Williams, but I'm 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 running into that same barrier that you are, where I feel like it's a little too much to pay for, um, pay for that that quote unquote backup backup to to my Damian Williams guy. Um, I'm I'm willing to dodge the line the the landmine field that is the NFL draft coming up um, for the Chiefs and see one of those guys. I don't I think both will get a little bit of work. But I don't think it's the the Ingram Kamara split where they're both viable. I think one guy will emerge and one guy will be a spell, uh, spell kind of back. And that one guy that emerges is going to be borderline army one. I think I'm going to take that risk and yeah. wait. But I am hashtag Danny Williams enthusiast apparently. <laughs> you should put Shout that out in to your bio, man. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually Let's... started the Damian Williams enthusiast like on one of our super flexible shows he was on. It was that or one of the breakdowns with Madman on, I think. I think Madman, you and Madman might have came up with that when when I was arguing for him. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. It, should, it should go in your bio. Let's 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 dodge the landmine that is NFL draft and we'll, we'll revisit it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, George, for taking up like 30 minutes of this show. Freaking Damian uh, Williams. Love you, George. Pivot. Pivot wants to know, will Kingsbury revive David Johnson? Um, No. Because you don't like David Johnson, or you don't like Kingsbury, or both. I think that Kingsbury's going to um, help Chase Edmonds a lot. I think that you're going to see more <laughs> of a split there than you want to. I think that I think that DJ will be admirable when he's on the field, but I think that you're going to start seeing a little bit more and more Chase Edmonds this year. So I don't know. And I'm for David Johnson. I don't know that a, a little more Chase Edmonds on the on the field necessarily hurts david johnson which might sound crazy sure no i know what you're saying back, i know what you're saying but i this team needs weapons right now i i told you long ago i think they probably draft a wide receiver to bring another weapon in there for larry fitz and christian kirk which is why i'm a little bit more off of kirk um but i think we see david johnson and edmonds very involved in the passing game um Damn, I wish I I knew what podcast that was, but Kingsbury's never had a a running back with more than like forty receptions 
um, in a year in college, but has always been like top 10 in college for running back receptions because there's never one guy that gets like 60. Like the the team as a whole gets a whole lot and then one running back gets a, a smaller, larger piece. So I think I think Edmonds could have 20, 25, maybe, maybe a little bit more 30 plus catches this year. Like I, I don't see that out of the realm of possibility, but I think David Johnson, uh, we should see maybe on the field with Chase Edmonds where David Johnson, you know, motions out into the slot or even starts out in the slot or, or out wide and use him as a wide receiver where this, this quick motion offense, I don't care who the quarterback is, Rosen or slash Kyler Murray, who the real quarterback will be in Arizona, will be to get rid of the ball <laughs> out of their hand. Um, so I, I like both pieces, and I'm going to say yes to reviving David Johnson, but David Johnson in, I think, in half-point PPR finished as RB12, 13 last year? That's way higher than I would imagine. Yeah, me too. I, so, I noticed that, yeah. So can uh, reviving is kind of a, a funky question because I think he stays RB1, but I think it's that 10-12 range. Mm-hmm. I don't think we see the the revive back to like top five David Johnson. And I won't have him any higher in my rankings than I did last year, to be completely honest with you. So I'm sure I'll take some crap for that, but I, I just, I can't, there's too many running backs. I really like a lot. And and as much as you're pushing for Chase Edmonds, if you said anything different, I, I, I would like to front poach you. I, mean, I kind of <laughs> want to do it anyways, but it's, it's one day, one day. <laughs> um, we'll get that man. on video. That, that would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, what's your take on Tyrell, the gazelle, Williams, in uh, Oakland slash L.A. slash Vegas one day? Yeah, I, I mean, that's going to be really interesting to see what happened. Because I go back you to like Carr like more than I do. Uh, Mari Cooper and Crabtree were both there, and, and you could never quite make it happen with two guys. Um, Crabtree ended up kind of being the guy then. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't love Carr, but I think Carr's going to have the job. So I think that he holds that kind of value in a super flex league. But um, man, he should is, be is, pretty open. I'm not really the hugest Tyrell Williams guy. I don't like him because is I this any better him than where he Mike was? Williams way. No, I don't really think so. Not at all. Right? There's still a dominant wide receiver there. I'm not. I'm not saying Keenan Allen and Antonio Brown are the same by any means. But you're you're playing at second fiddle at best to you know a wide receiver that's going to command a large volume of targets 150 plus ish um yeah i i think i would have liked it a lot more in indianapolis which is weird to say it because hilton's there you know what i mean but hilton doesn't need the same amount of targets to do the damage that he does um i think it have been a lot better off if if tyrell williams approaches 120 targets i think he's gonna have a great year i think he's gonna shade closer to that 100 mark and you're really hoping for like seven plus touchdowns. Um, I'm not as sold on Derek Carr as as you are, um, man. But you think there's I, gonna be another starting quarterback there without injury? Not not to start the the season, but there's more and more rumblings of of. I mean, Gruden has three first round picks. There's more and more rumblings, and they don't need it, but of them going after a quarterback, which would be crazy, but Gruden's done crazier things. So I I, I am very interested on the NFL draft, which is hashtag less than four weeks away from today, because I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but it's less than four weeks <laughs> <laughs> until the NFL draft, we'll until that out. first round, and, and we will know more. Um, yeah, that stuff. Man, they're in, in 
true breakdown fashion, plus the fact that it's been a little while since me and you just got to get on and talk a little bit. Uh, Tyra Williams was from at like a boss. So shout out like a boss. Shout out JBuck89, Geo, and Pivot. That's as far as we got on this shout. Um, we might have to try to do another one. Uh, we might maybe have coming to get up pretty together soon tomorrow. Too. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll see if we can get together and get to some of these other ones because there's still quite a bit on here. Um, that we're we not fast. To. That being said, speaking of not fast, you get a two minute breakdown uh, questions. I'm gonna this, do it so fast this time. You're gonna cheat. <laughs> I feel like pause. I don't. I don't even know how. I'll pause the timer. You just pause it. Well, you, that's because you run the timer since we had to have a, <laughs> no, I won't pause an actual it. timer. Didn't want me cheating anymore. Best thing since sliced bread. But hit me with sexy voice. If you have never listened for some reason, this is the first time you're getting in. First of all, thanks. Appreciate you. Thanks, sexy voice. Uh, two minute breakdown is me going to ask Swags 12 questions in two minutes or less. His goal is to answer them as fast as he can without really thinking. This is initial gut reaction. So let's can you see imagine mess them up excited a bit. about sliced bread or sliced bagels? Yeah, y'all are no y'all shit. are crazy. Like, don't don't do it that way. That's weird. And you mm, what do you, you do? Need to be just like uh, throw it in the oven and dip it or rip it apart? No, they you haven't seen that on there where people are bread slicing uh, bagels and bringing them to work so everybody gets like a little tiny sliver instead of like halves and halves. Like huh? grow up, grow exactly. I'm not two. I don't need you to cut my food up or my bagels. Let me eat my whole half bagel or full one because I'm a big boy. I might even go get two. Yeah. I don't need little slices. I don't need little slices. And how much cream cheese are you going to go through all them little pieces and then everybody in the cream cheese? Gross. <laughs> Get out of here. Eat your food like double a dippers. fucking adult. Like a fucking adult. Damn you know it. who I'm talking to. I, yeah. <laughs> Sexy voice. <laughs> you had to ask me a question. Sexy voice. And now, your two-minute breakdown. More rushing attempts in the regular and postseason combined in 2018-2019 season. Sony Michelle or Todd Gurley? Uh, it's Sony. It's got to be Sony. Sony by four, two ninety to two eighty six. I got a trade for you, DK Metcalf and two twenty twenty first or Julio Jones. Um, so that's Debbie. Yep, I'm gonna so go ahead and give you Metcalf. I'm only so those de- the twenty twenty first are Debbie picks, right? So it's a little bit. Let's more say depleted, let's say the draft just here? happened. Okay, no okay. Metcalf um, and two twenty twenty first or Julio. I'll take. Oh man, those twenty twenty first are appealing. Two of them. Oh shit. Um, you're doing good going fast. Dang, dude. That's such a tough one, dude. Come back, pass. Pass, pass, pass. You, you spent too much time man. already. What do cows both. read in the morning? What is what? What do cows read in the morning? Uh, books. Moose paper. Five percent of people never experience blank in their lifetime. Um, sex. A headache, and I fucking hate what? you guys. How? That's not if, true. They must just not know how to tell you about hashtag it. Hashtag facts. Uh, if your lions, uh, internet told me. If your Lions didn't have Stafford anymore and have to draft a quarterback from this year's class, who do you want for your Lions? Um, Haskins. Gross. McDonald's makes apparently or approximately how much money each day? Oh my gosh, a million trillion. Fifty-eight million dollars. <laughs> That's a fucking day. sick. I knew it was going to be gross. Like a eight. Another trade for you: AJ Green or Marlon Mack in the one hundred five. AJ Green. Not who really signs that close first? CJ Yeldon or CJ Anderson? Who signs first? Um, uh, Yeldon. Winner of the 2019 March Madness will be. Oh boy, I don't know. I, I haven't paid Michigan enough attention, still dude. Just say that. We'll say Michigan. One in a hundred Americans work for blank. 
one out of every 100 Americans work for blank. The U.S. government. Walmart. 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 <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> who, scores, who scores more in 2019? Royce Freeman or Ronald Jones plus 50 points? Um, Royce Freeman. Um, let's see. Drew B. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Brees. Drew Brees has been a top. Don't mind me. Top 10 fantasy quarterback for how many consecutive years? Drew Brees, top 10 um, fantasy quarterback. 10. How many consecutive 10. years? 15. Wow. Like a motherfucking boss. That's a dynasty uh, asset right there, or was. I mean, holy cow. Another top 10 coming this year. Mark it down. Uh, DK Metcalf in 2020 first, or Julio Jones? Um, I guess so. One you man. passed on. Uh, if I'm a contender, I want the Julio side. If not, I'll take the picks. I like those picks. And, man, I'll take the picks in Metcalf. I'll take the picks. I'll take the picks. I'm going to take Julio, and I'm going to win this year. Um, Um, man, that's such a, that's a tough one. I think Julio holds a little bit more value maybe still, but, man, you're getting so much, and it's, you get some fun assets there. I'm at FL2Jake Minimum. He's at DFF underscore swag. This is the at FF underscore breakdown fantasy football I forgot how easy this is supposed to be. Right? It's just me and you chatting, bro. Like, maybe a couple questions. We got through, like, four questions. (laughs) Beautiful. Check us out on the Super Flexible Podcast and on Rookie Fever Podcast. Someday, Two Drink is going to come on Rookie Fever. Yeah, I'll come on as soon as you invite me. I did. You said you wanted to wait for landing spots, and I was like, "Oh, it's going to be so much more fun after landing spots." <laughs> That's like I don't want you because <laughs> you're not fun. No, it was like, yeah, hey, good idea. Like landing spots. Hey, is uh, is the Pope an organ donor? No, he can't be. His body belongs to the church. Oh, we just got religious for a minute. I have one more bonus, and it's a couple parter. An estimated how many people die every hour. Let's get dark for a second. A million. That's... <laughs> a million people fucking die every hour? I know, dude. It's depressing. It's been that's, one of those that's, months. That's not the number. That's way too many. <laughs> I don't even want to give you the answer. DM me for the answer. What I'll is it? You. Nope. That's not fair. That's not how this works. It's less than a million. How about that? 500,000. You're welcome, Earth. 500,000. No, it doesn't even seem big. It doesn't even... That's what she said. It doesn't even <laughs> seem like a large number. A hundred. 6,316 6, people die every single hour. That is a lot of people. Do you know what's crazy, though? Do you know? Do you really want to know what's crazy? What? 15,000 people are born every hour. Wow. Take that, Earth. dead people. The Earth is growing at 2.3 to 1 ratio. Uh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a good place to end.